Hey there, welcome to the Mama, Mommy, Mom podcast with Emily Parkins. Let's get started. I have co-slept with all of my kids um, for a variety of timelines, and this is actually the longest we've ever co-slept with a baby. Molly's been in our bed for 14 months, and I absolutely love it. And I thought today, you know, other people don't really talk about this much. I do know that co-sleeping is becoming more popular, and I'm not a doctor. I'm not a certified sleep person. I'm not a I'm not a pediatrician. Nothing. These are just my experiences and things that I've learned about co-sleeping along the way. Um, and if you have any questions, you can leave them below. I will contact the experts, or I will give you my personal opinions and what's worked for us with co-sleeping. So let's get started. We have co-slept with all of our babies, and the main reason is because I nurse our children. Um, so I would wake up in the middle of the night and just roll over and nurse them, or I would, typically they would be like in my arm anyway, and I would just kind of nurse them each side, move them around. Um, it helped me get sleep. And there's a lot of studies that show that it actually helps the baby get more sleep because you're not getting them out of the crib to feed them. You're not um, like jostling them around in the middle of the night. You're just kind of, they're in, they're actually like in the dream feed state and they're asleep, but they're like hungry and they're waking up because they're hungry, but they're not really awake. So if you Get, you know, if you get up in the middle of the night with your kids and you're turning the lights on, you're getting them out of bed, you're jostling them around, changing their diaper, then, you know, they're waking up and it will be harder to get them to sleep. Also, they're not getting great sleep. So we have co-slept with our kids for this reason. And this is all me. Kyle has never been for this, but he's kind of supported me because I'm the one that got up with them. I was the one nursing. I, you know, it was my kind of call in this sense and he supported me with it. Um, we do have a lot of um, like struggles now with it because everybody wants to be in our bed and our bed is not big enough for that. So I kind of try and just limit it to Molly, but then Haley jumps in. It's just a mess. But um, I will sleep with the kids as long as they want to sleep with me. But I what I like to do with them in the middle of the night, it, like after they fall asleep, is to have Kyle put them in their own beds because if they're falling asleep with me, that's fine, but then they need to be transferred to their own beds. And then they, in the middle of the night, if they wake up, they come back into our bed, which is fine. At one point in their life, they're not going to be doing this. I do not imagine it will last much longer with um, the kids and it will be a season of life that I, I miss. So um, we were having Haley sleep on the floor for a while in her um, sleeping bag, which was going good, but then she would still wake up in the middle of the night and come in bed with us. So it's just, you know, kind of different every night with what happens, but the schedule of them going to bed is similar. It's just like where they're sleeping is a little bit different. Anyway, there are definitely like, oh, wait, one more thing I want to say about co-sleeping. If you're a working mom, co-sleeping really, really helped me with the bond with my babies because I wasn't with them all day long. And then I was like feeling guilty and sad that I didn't get to cuddle them all day. And I didn't get to, you know, take care of them all day because as a mom, that's all you want to do is take care of your kids. But, um, it really, really helped me with that going back to work and being separated from the babies. Um, because I know that at the end of the day at night, I'm going to get them and I'm going to cuddle with them, which I love. So there are definitely safe ways to co-sleep. Um, there's so many resources online, but 
some of my favorite tips are what I'm going to share with you guys today. Um, we did not invest in bed rails until Haley was like six months old and had fallen off our bed. Um, then I was like, no, we need bed rails. So we actually love the bed rails because it makes our queen bed a little bit bigger and you can kind of like lean up against them and they're really nice. So we have like mesh bed rails, they're metal and then mesh coverings and I really like them. So I would highly suggest grabbing some bed rails so the baby can't fall out of your bed and that way like if your husband is a really heavy sleeper, you can just um, have the baby on like whatever side he's not on and you don't have to worry about them rolling off or waking up and rolling off the bed. Um, now that Molly is a year old, it is a little different because she can kind of try and climb over them. So I don't leave her in the bed alone anymore um, unless I have the baby monitor on her or I'm like right in the room with her because I know she could fall out. But in the middle of the night, I don't have to worry about it, which is really nice. I do know other people that co-sleep have put their mattresses like directly on the floor and gotten rid of like the um, bed frames. I also know that there are other bassinets that go like right next to the bed so that the bed is kind of like extended into the bassinet and then the bassinet has like a little, it's a bassinet that just goes up to your bed so the baby can be in the bassinet next to you. You don't have to like get out of bed and wake up and wake up the baby when the baby wakes up in the middle of the night. You can just like grab them and pull them back into your bed. Um, another like important tip that I actually heard from the pediatrician's office that I go to. Um, she said to like make sure your hair is put up. Now I have like long hair. So when my babies are really little, I do put my hair up before bed um, because they, there have been, I, I don't even know, this would be terrible. Babies that have like have gotten caught in people's hair, um, awful. So I do put my hair up when I have like really like newborn infants. Um, I don't put, put it up anymore with Molly, although sometimes I do because it just gets annoying and in the way. But um, definitely like put your hair up if you have never co-slept before or um, have an infant, a newborn. Um, something I never, ever, ever do even now is get in my bed after getting like a co-sleeping bed after having a few drinks. Um, one drink, two drinks, depending on the amount of time. Yes. Um, more than two drinks. No, unless I'm not feeling, unless it was like over a length of time and I'm not feeling tipsy and I'm not feeling the effects of that, that alcohol. Um, it just doesn't work. <laughs> um, you you know, you know what alcohol does to you and what other substances do to you. So if you're going to take that and then get in the baby, in the bed with your baby, and then God forbid something happens, you know, you just don't know as much. Your senses are down when you're under the influence of things. So you don't want to really get in your bed after doing that with your baby. Like after, you don't want to get in your bed with your baby after you're doing that. So um, definitely be aware of what you're um, doing before you get in the co-sleeping bed and make sure that you're not meant, you're all, you're mentally all there and that your senses are not, um, delayed because you want to make sure you're waking up. If the baby wakes up, you want to make sure that you're not rolling on top of your baby. You just want to make sure that things are safe. And when you're under the influence, you just can't be as alert. Um, we 
as we've had older kids, we really can't share our bed with everybody. So if the kids wanted to sleep with us out of whatever emotions they're feeling, um, jealousy, or um, if they just want some extra cuddles, we've encouraged them to bring their sleeping bags into our room and sleep on our floor. Um, they think it's fun because they're sleeping in the sleeping bags and it's great for us because then we're not all smushed in the bed and no one's getting good sleep. So I suggest, I know another mom that I know um, blows up an air mattress and puts that in her bedroom. Um, some parents have king beds, California king beds. That would be a dream. Um, but that is fine. Anything that works for you, that's just what works for us. We had the sleeping bags and the room on our floor, so we've done that. Um, and something I always do with all of my kids from the time that they're old enough to have water is I always have a bottle filled with water next to me. Now with, with Molly, it's an actual bottle. With Haley and Liam, it's um, like a sippy cup so that it doesn't leak. Um, but my kids always have water next to them when they're sleeping. I always have water next to me when I'm sleeping just because in the middle of the night, if you wake up and you get thirsty, then you know that water's there. Also, I, in order for me to get my babies to stop eating during the night, I always gave them water. So if they woke up, instead of giving them milk, because then their body was thinking, oh, I'm going to get full on milk and I'm going to get those calories in the middle of the night. I always gave them water because it was a good transition for no more eating in the middle of the night. They're getting water, not milk. They're not getting fed and full. They're getting their thirst quenched. So it was just an easy way for me to, you know, shift them over from milk to water in the middle of the night. And it does help everybody stay asleep. Um, I started doing that when Liam was like probably 10 months old. I would just put a bottle of water in his bed because he always fell asleep on a milk bottle. But then in the middle of the night, um, he would wake up and get thirsty. So I was like, I'm going to put a bottle of water in here. I don't have to worry about it going bad. And then he has something to drink. So that's what I did. And it has worked out for seven years now. So, or six years now. So um, those are my best tips for you with co-sleeping and sleeping arrangements for kids. I hope this was helpful and I, if it is, please share it, um, and subscribe to my YouTube channel and share with your friends and let me know in the comments what your best co-sleeping or sleeping tips are and I will share them on the next podcast episode I do. Thanks guys. Have a great day. Thanks so much for listening. If this content resonated with you, please share it on your social media, share it with a friend and let me know what you think. If you tag me on Instagram and give me a review, I will maybe call you out in the next episode. Thank you so much and have an awesome, awesome day, mama.